0: yo what up what up this elder sensei one half of the artifacts jersey stand up you are now checking out the mega late show let's go y'all peace jersey elder sensei one
1: yo what up what up mega late show peace i am mega and uh welcome back to the podcast this is episode number 111 we took uh we've been kind of crazy lately you know with the coronavirus we haven't been recording as much But uh, I think I'm back on schedule now, so we should have some regular reoccurring episodes every Friday and Tuesday for those of you that are paying attention. Um, For those of you who are new to the program, uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us. We are a Tokyo-based hip-hop and creative culture podcast. We talk about basically all aspects of hip-hop culture, from the underground to the mainstream. Uh, in particular, lots of things happening here in Tokyo. Artists who are out here, foreign to the Japanese community, uh, as well as visiting artists. Go back and check out the back catalog. The incredible guest list is thick. And um, I should say that uh, this episode was recorded... Uh, few weeks ago and we decided to um hold on to it just to make space for the voices uh that need to be heard re- uh, regarding uh the police brutality protests happening all around the globe right now really powerful movement i think um without going into too much detail you know most of you guys know uh our political positions although we don't get into them too often here um unless it's uh a guest that would like to engage with that type of stuff but um We're definitely in full support of Black Lives Matter movement, as well as all the protests around the globe uh, condemning police brutality. And uh, personally, I think most of y'all probably know that I've been boycotting cop culture for a long time, and uh, I propose a moratorium. ...on the image of the cop and the production and art. Uh, Also, I recommend you guys go and read The End of Policing by Alex Battelle. He's a professor uh, in New York, and he has a really insightful book about um, ending the way that we police citizens. So, uh, check that out. But, uh, in regards to the episode that we've got for you today, uh, I've got an MC artist who's from Florida, currently living in Japan... His name is Foundation, and uh, he comes kind of, hes he, i say he's adjacent to a lot of the independent underground hip-hop stuff that you guys know me to love and, um, you know, be a part of. Uh, he's got a new album that he's still working on, but I think it's going to drop, you know, sometime within the next year with all production from uh, Blueprint. You guys know Blueprint from uh, Waitlist, the underground legend. He... Work a lot with our guy Logic. They have the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, which is of tremendous importance. We get into that. Um, yeah, you know, Foundation is just a really dope cat. And um, we also got uh, a guest host today or for this episode. It's our guy, Mansoor Fritz, who is uh, also an MC from the UK. And you can go back and check out his episode, episode 80. Really, uh, really dope artist as well. I, I recommend checking out all of their artwork um, he's working on some stuff with dallinger i think he's, he's doing right now so check that out is super dope this is his beat in the background um, as far as the episode goes we talk about a logic and blueprint how freestyling informs uh how freestyling informs foundation's approach to making music as well as um The MC DJ relationship Foundations made two albums With a really dope DJ We get into Florida Where he's coming from His appreciation for that community as well as even trick daddy uh we go into a deep dive on underground hip-hop and some of the artists that we like and enjoy uh from lp's music and his kind of uh rise to more recognizable entity within hip-hop culture uh in the mainstream due to his work with run the jewels kind of their incredible album we talk about Merce and uh, a slew of underground cats so if you're into that uh, stick around for sure um if you're not into that shit just get into that uh next week i got aaron chola on here make sure you guys hit that like button the share button go to itunes and share all the stuff and here goes the damn episode this is my bench <laughs> you know, right here my one homeless cold. guy out here yeah. is a little bit too brolic man like the other day <laughs> like his dick was just out and no. i was like bro oh, like but it's also because his like pants are kind of fucked up and oh, shit you know okay. there, there's also a lot of um infrastructure here to help out people who don't have jobs or homeless true. the people that are usually on the streets are usually there because of mental health issues yeah yeah Isn't by you, choice know? so so oh boy just like he never has his pants on all mm. the way. It's like mm. ass is always out a little <laughs> bit. And yeah, he had just had full dick out. And I was like, no. I was oh, like, man. hey, man, it's like, that's freedom. Hey, your dick's out. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Tap on the shoulder. See Excuse me, your you dick's out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, let's, um, let me go ahead and introduce myself. I think people recognize my voice. My name is Mega of the Mega Late Show. Uh, we are a Tokyo-based hip-hop and dope culture podcast. Uh, as i introduced just a moment ago but i'm here with um i've got a co-host with us today and i don't remember exactly what number podcast it was that you're on but i'll mention in the beginning i can't uh, remember yeah yeah about
2: uh, approximately a year ago was it that long yeah, ago yeah, yeah. man
1: this has been the longest year or like the shortest longest just year the ever craziest, mm. right? yeah, we're already yeah. in june and, and like you just have to kind of subtract three months exactly that yeah. shit in tokyo but <laughs> freets how you doing man
2: yeah i'm doing well yeah yeah can uh, you uh can you introduce yourself yeah so i'm once your freets um otherwise known as bernardo smugs i'm an mc from um london uk i used to be in a band called granville sessions and i'm part of a crew called moose funk squad um yeah living in tokyo for about two years now and yeah just um slowly working at music here and there but Yo, did i hear did
1: i hear that you and dallinger are working on some shit yes together?
2: so uh he contacted me and um i'm gonna go and see him after the sort of corona situation settled down yeah. a bit more um, yeah he's super talented yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to that
1: i don't know if you've ever met the homie uh d dallinger but mm. d dallinger is like he, we consider him a member of the podcast he's, Dollinger. yeah uh dallinger is uh he's a producer wait, beat wait. maker and uh he's been doing it for like fucking 20 some years uh, okay. a real head and uh one of my best friends out here but uh i guess they're gonna work together and so that would be yeah man That's i'm really dope. looking forward to that yeah. he mentioned it to me uh, in passing we didn't get too much into it but yeah he's he's an incredible guy so check out his music check out freet's music and today our guest man uh this is a homie that i met And immediately we clicked. I think it was because I was wearing a Fantastic Damage shirt. Mm, And it was like, yo. And it was like the original (laughs) Fantastic Damage shirt that I got when I ordered the vinyl and shit. You could hardly read it. You could (laughs) hardly read it. Usually I only wear that shirt at home because, like, people don't pick up on that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a... I got a Cannibal Ox shirt that's also like 20 oh, years old, but you mentioned it, and then I was like, yo, who the fuck are you? You're like, who the fuck are you? And then we just became <laughs> homies. We we linked up yeah. and went out to another little event that Late used to throw at uh, the Blue Jam Cafe, and we've been, yep. we've been tight since, man. Yep. Uh, can you tell a us night. a little bit about yourself, though?
0: What's up? My name is Foundation. Uh, I'm from Tampa, Florida. Originally, I moved here about a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, I've been working on music for probably half of my life now. And uh, so I've been working on some projects. I worked with. I put out two albums with uh, my homie DJ Hurley. He's from Switzerland. He uh, he was living in Florida at the time, and so we did some work together. Put out two albums uh, together. Some solid work. Other than that, I haven't been putting out a lot of music uh, on myself. But I've been freestyling. I, you know, uh, we do a lot of freestyles. So freestyling really is a bit been a big influence on my music and whatnot. So. Um, other than that, I don't know, man. I just put out. I got two, two, two bodies of work that I got, and uh, and just making music and writing. and That's it. I don't really have a lot of collaborations. Too much, you know what I mean? So I just kind of stick to myself type thing. Word.
1: <laughs> now, so this is a little taste of you. We'll play some music on the second half of the okay. podcast. Share a little bit of your music, but this is a joint that you did with uh, DJ Hurley off of your More Than a Small Price or a small Peace. More Than a Small Piece yeah. album. Uh, this one is called Why We Do This. I mean, we could still talk. I was just—I uh, was right, looking yeah. to try <laughs> to find. I was looking to try to find the uh, the title of the, the the albums and shit. I didn't write them down. It, as long as we haven't recorded the podcast, I really should have prepared more for this. But right. often when I got somebody this like a homie, yeah. I just kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna freestyle, freestyle yeah. this whole joint, and I don't do a lot of research. But yeah let me go let's go into some some more beats and keep talking then. that's
0: a good save man i'm yeah. terrible at introductions I hate, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, th- and i did this and i did that i'm just terrible it's yeah, one of those I things i gotta work on that like yo what's your boy and you know <laughs> right, like right. straight you know yeah you already know boy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they call know. me foundation yeah you already know you know nobody knows <laughs> yeah, but, yeah right <laughs> right right but yeah but yeah thanks man
1: no uh <laughs> but yeah you know you you uh you tossed me some cds the last uh the first time that we kicked it after the shows after we kicked after the shows and uh yeah yeah so i checked him out man i really like your music Thank and you. i'm excited to hear some of the new stuff coming out yes you, yes you mentioned to me before and i didn't talk to you since uh, about this since but mm. that you're working on a project with beats all produced by the one and only blueprint Is yes that still that's happening?
0: true yep yep i'm working on a project uh still haven't figured out the title for that one yet writing writing the blueprint yeah oh, man, that'd be <laughs> uh, you, got, you know jay-z oh, yeah, that's yeah, I can't terrible. compete with that, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I've been just writing, writing, quarantining and writing and uh, trying to get it right, man. I actually had to rewrite a few songs. I was just like, you know, I was, I was rapping it to myself. You know what? I can't drive, you know what I mean? So in Florida, I used to be able to drive and that oh, was my. my that was my sanctuary. You know what I mean? That was where I could just practice my music you know, out loud. You know what I mean? And then my wife doesn't really listen to hip-hop too much. She likes, like, Jack Johnson, and you know, which yeah. is nothing wrong with that. But, you know, that's... I don't know, maybe. <laughs> bubbly, Bubble Toes or whatever. Right. But, uh... <laughs>
1: Michael B- Bublé? Is <laughs> that what you're nah, she doesn't. Nah, uh, oh, okay. I
0: don't know the song, the Jack Johnson song. Oh, okay. toes. I don't know Bubble Toes. Yeah, I don't know
1: either. That sounds like a bad underground rapper, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, bubble bab- Toes. Table Fishing Bubble Toes. That one's bubble out toes. there for you guys with free. Cool that's, Compete. That's free.
0: But, uh, yeah, so I used to be able to practice a lot more with myself and just I was on point, man, and I had a lot of open mics I would go to. Mm -hmm. I would just constantly go to open mics and uh, rap with the band. And it was so fun. I love just doing I just live live performance and and that type of thing. So not so much uh, since I moved here as much as I'm a little off balance with that. But uh, the writing, you know, in this, the the first two albums I did was kind of like, you know, this is a performance piece for me and my DJ to do a show. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we kind of vibed off each other, you know. And uh, this one is, you know, I was thinking more personable for me, you know, since it's just a foundation album. Mm. All my albums have been Foundation and DJ Hurley or ex-DJ Hurley. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we always kind of worked. It was like a group. It was right? A, you know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't make something without your, your homie, right. you know, and figuring things out together. So this one's just like, you know, yo, Blueprint, yo, you got dope beats, send me something.
1: And, you know, he's like, all right. Bam. he's incredible too man that yeah. guy's been putting it down for a long time yeah. yeah man
2: i grew up listening to um him and the logic shit. yeah 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 yeah. that's an incredible i remember thing. when greenhouse greenhouse right yeah man
1: that first a logic song. album um unforeseen shadows is that yeah, the name of it that's
2: the one with um hate in a puddle one. and right. favorite uh, things and all
1: that yeah that stuff. yeah um me versus myself yeah also mm-hmm. this is both of them are phenomenal and actually the work that sure. he's doing now he's been writing a lot uh a, and in their podcast uh super duty
2: tough yeah work. that's so good
1: yo is super duty tough work a reference from something other than that lp verse because lp uses that line on legends mm. on company flow but i didn't know if it was a throwback to another person Not because true. lp definitely says that exact phrase yeah. on legends from the company flow joint but mm. i didn't know but yo actually you know how um super duty tough work they often field questions and then kind of talk about how to conduct yourself in the yep. industry and the best way to go about things. Yeah, yeah. they did a uh, they did a whole podcast episode off of a, a question that I had way back when like three years ago, maybe like episode 44 for some or something like that, but they mispronounced my name, but, you know, <laughs> Mega Disu is is cool too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hit me with the Mega Desk. They got me with the Disu. Oh, yeah. But shout out to them, man. Those guys are incredible so and have contributed so they much They have to, fun, man. They're always
0: having fun on their yeah. podcast, man. Just yeah, all man. smiles. And yeah. Blueprint's one of the most down-to-earth people. I got to He's open up for smart. him maybe like two times. Yeah. And uh, every time it's just been fu- it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know when you have a person like that who's willing to drop those type of jewels, it's just invaluable. Yeah. He, they have seen like independent art and in how to conduct yourself in yeah. that environment for such a long time, yeah. touring and all that shit. And uh, the one of the ways he really inspired me um, was talking about his sobriety. And that's one of the, like, it was, yeah. A, yeah. it was a dope yeah. thing for me to be like, oh, okay, like he's yeah. hella productive after stopping drinking. Let me try that too.
2: I heard that episode where he was talking about, how when he would perform, he would just have you know two or three beers, mm-hmm. but then you're performing all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, it just builds up, creeps up, and you can't. Yeah,
0: can I, I go- know that? <laughs> I know or, or, or. that. No, I know that. Just from you know, you go to open mics, you go to do shows, you get your beer tickets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you, you just, you're like, all right, tonight's a good night. I got three on the <laughs> three on the house, and one on two more on me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right.
1: I could spend fourteen dollars tonight. That's like two <laughs> Heinekens or three like well rum and coke. Oh. So all right, but you know you got to do the mathematics. You know, do yeah. the math on it. Yeah. But uh, if I can pull that back to what you were saying uh, about just uh performing in the freestyle Mm. and Mm -hmm. that part of the culture that's also something that i kind of came from like all the music that we made and we recorded it was mostly just like inspired by the immediacy of the freestyle even if we were writing a lot of it was just like yo like let's take some of this bubbling energy and then just staple it down for this one time and all of the music i made is is based on that and like, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, I've never shared any of my rap music or ever my beats, or, and, and nobody out here has seen me freestyle, but that was, like, such a huge part of my life, mm. and that's where I always felt like hip-hop came from, like, the culture of that immediacy and that right. kind of, like, small autonomous zone that we created uh, through hip-hop shows. And being out here, like, I miss my car, too. It's mm. like, in the car, you can turn on music, and then you can speak at... A register in your voice that is loud to be projected around with people. Mm. Here I'm constantly freestyling in my mind on the <laughs> train and it's different. I know, like when you like, start to when you finally open your mouth and, and start spitting, it's like, oh, the breath control is not mm-hmm. there for that bar. Exactly. Like in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it yeah, just doesn't stack it, right. It's so funny how that right. works, right? I, I'm looking for more spaces that I can feel comfortable freestyling. And it's so weird to me now because mm. Drinking was a big part of that, yeah, and and, yeah. and it's like my to confidence You got in the way there,
0: yeah. Drinking got, it, cause I was slurry, oh, you know man. what I mean
1: i would yeah. get like drunken master open sometimes it, you <laughs> can yeah, fall yeah. off quickly oh, but you find you that find perfect that, exactly. it's a balance, perfect pocket like, and once it's you go past like, that spot though
0: it's done yeah it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. like yo that freestyle and is doper like than some of my written. yeah and yeah. then i'm off the dome right you start
1: reusing your filler bars all the time and when i grab the microphone and then i grab the microphone again it's nothing worse than
2: that it could be the difference of one beer though right right yeah exactly i don't know what free beer. if it's an ipa can, yes yeah oh yeah yeah or
1: you make that one mistake of like catching the shot with the homie Ooh. in between yep. and then it just sets off the landslide of you mm. slowly <laughs> grabbing the microphone and grabbing the microphone yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to me it was like uh take a little puffs and then, oh, I, was like, man, then yeah. I was just like i was like zen master zone mm. i was just like and i surprised myself i'm like what 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 where is this coming from man i'm just like you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just maybe it sound better, like because I was, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, but I thought, man, I it just like, you know, you're climbing up that ladder, and then you're like, Where I need some more rope, I need some more uh, rope, yeah. and you're getting up there, and you're like, and you keep finding rope, I'm like, Where's this rope coming from, man? I could keep going, and you yeah, just keep climbing it's awesome, up. Man. Yeah, it's, it's fun, it's fun when you could get those little streams of consciousness, yeah, and, man. And that's the best part about it, you know, and that's influenced my writing.
1: Well, I wonder, I wonder why those places don't really exist that much for like the foreign community out here. Mm. I know, like, a lot of the Japanese cats. That still have like ciphers the first I japanese rap show that i like like it, it was an open mic and i went there yeah and uh who was there fucking uh kaigen of Fake four, he used to run yep, Fake yep. Four Japan, I know you're about. Kaigen, and Meiso. I went in there, all it is is MCs and a few DJs, yep, and yep. maybe like a girlfriend or two. But all mm. it was is multiple <laughs> different ciphers of everybody just getting open and having fun. Yep. I've never really seen that in the foreign community out here.
0: I've seen it, I've seen it here. Um, it was with uh Buddha um, from The Bridge, he took me out to a show over in Tachikawa. Um, it was Black Radio, his his homies with Black Radio. And they all get on the mic, like in the middle of the show, they'll just be like, all right, we're going to freestyle now, and they just start freestyling. And like see, anybody who wants to go up on stage, just come up, and we just
1: come up and see, freestyle. See, that's the, that's the weird thing about it, though, is because it becomes freestyle as performance instead of freestyle as just... Everybody rocking, right? Because when you have when you have the microphone and you're rapping on the stage and people are watching, that is different than like these ciphers that you you know what I mean. But it's like
0: like five people on stage, man, and just passing the mic around, and then like jumping on and off stage. You know, you're like, oh, you got your piece and get in and get off. And it's it's fun. It's fun. I thought it was dope, man. It was cool to see that. It felt very at home for me to see that because we used to do. I used to run a freestyle open mic, not run it, but co-host it uh, with my homie John Diddy. Uh, shout out to John Diddy. He's a dope rapper, man. He's like incredible lyricist. And uh I, I think He's I gave dope. you I have a little bit for you if you want to no, hear uh, that later. Actually
1: when I met you, uh you mentioned him and I had yep. just started following him on on Instagram like a few weeks before okay. that. I actually knew of him. Right, and right, also, right. You said uh, that. Chesky has also been on one of his albums. Chesky, yeah, yeah. The I one, one I shared Cheshky.
0: one of I have that for you later oh, down wow. if you want to listen to that. Him and uh one of the homies, Hi uh, Yella. From the Zootaroo crew over at... at Not familiar uh, with them. They're Pete, same Pete cats. A lot of them really dope artists that I I think are all dope. You know, people that that we fuck with. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Shout out to MC Buddha. He was also telling me... Because I was complaining uh, Mm -hmm. to a degree, Mm -hmm. if you want to call it... Complaining. I was like, where are the just like rapping cyphers not where we're on stage and doing performances but just where do cats congregate and just rap and Mm -hmm. he was telling me that uh takadana baba they have something like that and they used to have cyphers um by manhattan records yep yep. before they put up that building i I saw a video of that buddha
0: buddha on his instagram
1: And, and uh you know I guess one of the reasons I'm looking for it is because I'd, I'd really like to start rapping in public again. Yeah. And it's, it's like uh, without the alcohol, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it, I, I see it as like a muscle memory type of thing, it right? Is, yeah. Like I could still get off, but like to get open and feel comfortable, mm-hmm. I really have to have like a certain right condition for me to feel that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it kind of, it's, it's a whack thing to say, but, no. but that's how it was. But I used to also help run uh open mic uh, in San Jose. You know, and, and rapping in front of people was never an issue, but the, also that's like fucking fifteen years ago for me
2: now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. so know, it was nice. Uh, they still do it. They call it off the dome now over in um, Dunedin, Florida. Right. And they and um, John Diddy's still up on it. I think they do it like once a month. We were doing it every week though, and it was like just I just look forward to it, man. Every yeah, week, man. and it just like we also had a uh, graph writers in the back, so we put up like this big fake wall, you know, big wooden wall and they just, we had this whole outside area, it was a dope place, um, called Blur, and, uh, and they just had the outside and inside spot, and the stage was kind of just, like, hokey, you know, you had this, like, the shimmering background, Yeah. And yeah we had yeah. a DJ up there, and it was just enough for, about, like, probably two, three MCs, and we just did all these kind of, like, whose line is it anyway, style, yeah. rap, so it wasn't just, like, you know, I'm gonna rap and just talk about myself, right. you know what I mean, The we had, like, we put words up on the board and you yeah, just have to yeah, use yeah. the words. So it gives people ammunition to r- rap about stuff, uh, scenarios, different yeah. scenarios. We'd talk about it like, all right, you're, you're, you're married to Beyonce and this, this <laughs> zombie <laughs> right, apocalypse. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and you have you to know, like try yeah. to figure something out. It's pretty dope. Coming
1: like coming from uh, like, I don't know a lot of the, the, the modern, uh, underground cats in Florida but back in the 2000s in the aughts like Astronautilus was really yep. big out there Andy yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who's a phenomenal like super phenomenal MC but that mm-hmm, was a big mm-hmm. part of his show he was definitely like one of those uh, let me fr- I'm gonna freestyle you guys give me a bunch of words I'll yeah, incorporate yeah, yeah. them which is like a, a, a like a common like under like hip hop head MC thing to do Yeah, but he used yeah. to do that um, Astronautilus like was dope yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, who else was out there <laughs> like uh, Bluebird Bluebird, out there. Fort, Lauderdale. You know out Fort Lauderdale. Shout out to Fort
0: Lauderdale. I, I've We've done shows around and with them. Yeah, I actually did a show with them uh, way back. John Diddy, actually, again, he's like the homie. He knows all the people, man. He's, yeah. like, he's like the get-to-know-to guy um, over there. S- self-titled is
2: originally from Self-titled
0: is from Tampa, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um, self-titled with a C?
1: Like yeah, he's originally from Florida. Uh,
2: Army of the Pharaohs. Ooh, right. One. And um, Sign uh, from, like, Gainesville, Sine. Florida, like C-Y-N-E. They actually did quite a lot of work with okay. um mm. Nija Right. Okay, um, I know who you're talking oh, about. Yeah, they're dope. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't we know We got from you Florida. know, yeah. we
0: have all of a so uh, soliloquist of sound. You know, they're are yeah. dope people. Um that's including all the people that uh are there in Orlando. There's a, I mean Who's the whole Orlando thing was huge for a while. I mean. Yeah. They, they they were doing a lot of the uh, what's his name? Uh, they were doing a lot of the Grime Time network stuff out there in Orlando. That was mm. big over there. Yeah, um, ma- uh, is it
2: madness? Madness. Ill mad- right?
0: uh, Matt. Mad Ills. mad Ills. mad okay. Ills. One of the best freestyles of all sure. time, too, man. He he's like he could he could chill, he could chill with Supernatural at any time, freestyle all day. He does that. He actually was. He had a whole booth where they're just doing like freestyle ciphers mm. over at. I think Rock the Bells or one of those things. Word, it was dope. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's he's good. All those are Orlando cats. Shout out to I Am I Am, uh, E Turn, uh, uh, Sean Shakespeare, and all those cats.
1: Yeah, yeah man. Um. Wow, I, I hadn't really thought about a lot of those MCs from from uh, Florida until I was like, okay, like uh, Foundations coming up here. Like, who else is there out there? Mm. I, I went Flo out. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's one of the main guys. <laughs> Isn't XXS Tentacion also a Florida cat? And like, smoke purple. Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, smoke purple. Yes. Uh, smoke purple. That's almost like a whole different genre. Who else? of else? Uh,
0: I think. Uh, what's his name? The dude is like, I'm better than Biggie. In Tupac, oh, um, Kodak Kodak Black, yeah. Okay, I think he's from Florida. Okay, I thought he was like
1: a (laughs) Georgia cat, but we can't
0: forget Trick Daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trick Daddy. Shout out to
1: Trick Daddy. Wholesome rap only, you know, (laughs) like really, really good wholesome bars there (laughs) (laughs) from Trick Daddy. I love
0: Trick Daddy, man. Okay, I'm a big,
1: I'm a big fan of a lot of degenerates. (laughs) You know, degenerate (laughs) raps. There's something to be said about it. Like, not everything needs to be um, insightful or, or well, Trick Anything loves else, the kids. You know? First of all, you need to know that right. Trick loves
0: the kids. So. Right, and uh, sugar water mayonnaise sandwich. And that's the other two things you need to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, a, now that we've taken so yeah. that deep dive on Trick, <laughs> guy, I just want to let you guys
1: know that the MegaLate Show is the number one spot for hip hop wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep, keep tuned in and shit. Nah, I really,
0: sure. I really dig it. Um, you know, I mean, he worked with CeeLo and all that, man. Right. Some beautiful. I love those songs, man. They really. They, I'm and, just not
1: too familiar with it. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I know a lot of people just. Uh, certain southern rap just like shut shut off from it you know a lot of it because it's like all right this is just straight right. out uh just complete ignorance and you know unapologetically right you know? well and a lot of that you know it's you know true. a lot
1: of a lot of that uh that approach to music and in self-expression were things that we um heads in my for meyer were just ostentatiously against yep. you know the the kind of like uh the the vapid like search for capital and and yep. and uh talking about women in a certain way and drugs and glorifying those things and and you know with a rapper like trick daddy in in the kind of me too era it's like yo you Hmm. don't you don't listen to a trick daddy soundbite and say hey you know you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to talk like that because i mean like that's just trick daddy i mean his name is trick daddy right (laughs) it's like it's like getting mad about like at like old too short lyrics it's like you you can't i mean you know, it comes from a certain place, and, and from a certain class, and and from a certain type of personality, and and mm-hmm. that's his authentic experience. So right. that's why I listen to it, if if I do. You know, um, and so it's
0: good. You have to have the full spectrum. You know, I mean, it's really what it is. You know, and uh, you like what you like, and you don't right. what you don't. And that's it's okay. I, I that bothers me a little bit these days. How you can't say anything's whack anymore. That's kind of that, that's one oh, thing. It's like, why can't I say this is whack? More i Why say can't I?
1: i'm bad at that though like i'm yeah. i'm bad at like really just being like no this shit is whack i absolutely just won't listen to you <laughs> and it's like it's not it's not like you know calling somebody corny is right. a strange thing to do when my life isn't you know projected and high lit for people to just to see right, who right. knows how corny jadakiss would have been if he had instagram in his 20s when he was mm-hmm. younger you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. Right. I, I can't really judge the way that these kids are carrying themselves because they're coming from an entirely different type of thing. And, and I, music I respect that. So yeah. I respect that.
2: I think with a lot a lot of uh music new music these days, sometimes I just accept that it's kind of I'm not the target demographic, right. you know what I mean? Like I'm I just turned 35 the other day and oh mm. shut up, man. I turned thirty seven <laughs>
1: the other day. When's your birthday? Um
2: May 17th. I'm, okay. almost, there. Yeah. May I'm 12th. almost there. May twelve there. May twelve. I'm uh yeah, September
0: I'll be thirty five. Oh, okay, man. dope, so man. So, all right, all so we all kind of come from <laughs> a similar generation. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If we've all been into hip hop since we were like kids and shit, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, right? 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 right. So, so we, we all kind of come from a different type of generation and yeah, sensibility, exactly. approach, and like, a, a, like an yeah, ethical, an ethical yeah. code when yeah. it comes to music. And a lot of shit is just definitely not for me. Uh, and and a lot of that shit is regional. Like you like yeah. Trick Daddy is also from Florida, you know? Exactly. So like he's I he's, like
0: you know MC8. And for a while, you know, with the whole No Limit, No Limit movement, uh, man, I mean, everybody had the tank necklace. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, all my friends had it. They're like, yeah, I'm man. a No Limit soldier. The Master P, um, T V you know, Cribs. Was, Master was P amazing. that watered down, really watered down Uh, Tupac. You know, that's what it was, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it but, is. But it,
1: it also was, you know, I, I remember being like so against No Limit and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when w- it was crazy because you would see like... Company flow end to end burners on yeah. Rap City, and then two songs later, you'd see like Master P make him say "uh," mm-hmm. and it was a weird time because at that point, like that's like one of the only outlets that we have for what we consider like authentic True. dope hip hop, and there were so, it, like the dichotomy between those things right. was enough that at school, I just always had to speak about how fucking whack No Limit <laughs> was to people. Yeah. It's like, yo, he can't rap for shit, but. Yeah. But you know the south grabbing. To that's that why he is kept
0: silk the shocker, you know, right next to him. So yeah. he's like, you know, well, I'm better than silk, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody's
1: <laughs> better than silk the shocker. Yeah, silk is like you one, find of beat. You find yeah, one of the couldn't find the beat. Yeah, one of the worst rappers of all time. <laughs> but if you listen to certain songs where it's just like him being uh, unabashedly himself and talking about some real shit, there's yeah. emotion that comes through, I get that. and you don't have to hold the south to the same lyrical standards that you would virtually any other coast i think so
0: where yeah. florida's a a beast of its own too it's it's kind of a different place man it's a very uh it's just i don't know anywhere like it in the in the u.s because you go you got to go north to get to the south mm. you know what i'm saying and like you the more south you go you, you better learn some spanish you right. know what i'm saying and and so it's just really it's kind of a it's quite unique right yeah, yeah. it's really unique you got a lot of crazy uh swamp swamp rednecks out there though just you know they eat frogs all day right. and uh <laughs> but then you get all the kinds of people that are just you know it's kind of like tokyo i guess you'd say people come and go very quick and it's hard to build uh some rooted you know relationships with certain people so the people you that are sticking around you know what i'm saying uh it's the precious you know they're sure. precious in that sense do
1: you do you uh do you know of jam pony no shit jam like pony. so my my stepdad uh, is from Dauphinia, Florida, which is a small little country town, mm-hmm. uh, like about forty-five minutes an hour away from Pensacola. So it's panhandle, different okay. Florida than you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Basically, right. Mm-hmm. But when I went to visit them when I was like fifteen years old, all of my cousins were listening to Jam Pony, and Jam Pony. <laughs> first off, top-tier name written in heaven's unchangeable heart. I'm fucking with that name, Jam Pony, <laughs> right? For a DJ yeah. and what he did perfectly encapsulated how dope he was right but what he would do is he play music he pause it or turn it down and rap a different lyric over it and then turn it back uh, up <laughs> on some real selector style like weird right, shit right? right but it was so popular and coming from the west coast i was like yo what are y'all even y'all country <laughs> rednecks because all my cousins <laughs> like you know my dad comes from poor black family and mm. he got like new every every like dinner is like a family reunion it's like Dozens of like people there, right? And they're all just so like about Jam Pony. And I was just like, but wait, did you hear Black on Both Sides? <laughs> did you hear? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yo, listen to Black Star. Like, and right, they were just right, like, you're right. fucking weird. You're weird as shit. And I was like, no, you country pumpkins <laughs> are weird as shit. You know, that's <laughs>
0: weird about because we're on the, uh, being on the East Coast, you know what I mean? Uh, Florida, like, they hate, they be hating on New York. You know, really? I mean, yeah, a lot of it they're like cuz they're like they want to differentiate themselves cuz New York's always dominated the east coast, you know what I mean. Sure. So it's like we want our own thing and uh so I was listening, you know, listening to Wu-Tang a lot of that. People liked it and it's okay, you know, and when it was popular at its time, but when like all the south stuff was rising, you know, south rising. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to say that. But uh, <laughs> when uh when when that was going up and uh, blowing up then everybody was hating on New York at that time. And uh, and so I was weird for liking, still kind of sticking to what I like, you know, mm. Jurassic Five stuff too, which is West Coast. But, you know, I mean, liking stuff that was more boom baps, that wasn't, you know, with the heavy bass and whatever. And so sure. I, I dug that stuff, so it made me a bit of like... Why are you listening to this New York mm. stuff? You know what I mean? Why aren't you listening to uh, you know, whatever sure. C- con- Counterculture, whatever I forget the name of some of these groups out there. Right. Well, uh, what, uh what, yeah, go ahead. What what kind of how would you describe your your style of hip hop? I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Um, I mean, it's I would say it's definitely boom bap influenced lyricism. Um, you know, kind of it's I'd say it's up. rooted rooted in the uh you know Dj MC relationship you know I mean that you you would hear me and my Dj kind of we throw back and forth to each other you know a lot of times um which i like you know I, I sometimes I hear like it's like you know, it's too much of the MC, not enough of the DJ. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like some people are, uh, MCs are insecure. You're like, I gotta, I don't wanna be like, I'm leaning too hard on my DJ. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But but if your DJ is dope, dude, give him like right. plenty of time and a spotlight to shine. You know what I'm saying? And my DJ was dope. And and uh, so I wanted to make sure he could, you know, we got, when we're on stage, we throw a show. You know what I mean? He's not just a background decoration for me to rap over. You know what I'm sure. saying? He's a human being with, amazing talent too i mean the guy he plays guitar he could play he plays a lot of instruments as well and and it's influenced into his style you know what i'm saying
1: it's quite interesting though like in this day and age there's so much more like kind of biodiversity within with under the umbrella of hip-hop music you know there's like lo-fi beats which is Mm -hmm. technically some hip-hop shit but -hmm. they almost don't see themselves as hip-hop artists whatsoever i didn't know that they don't well, I, I, it's something that I've kind of... You talking been, about the producers? Well, yeah. It's something that... Well, the thing is, is that a lot of people are into these lo-fi beats to study to shit, and yeah. they know it from that. They don't know it from hip-hop culture at all. They don't know it from even like Dilla. Just like YouTube they, video Ryan, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. know it from streaming YouTube 24 mm-hmm. hours right, a right, day, right. and they don't know it from Dilla or DiBiase or, or the tradition of sample-based Music, Mad and, lib too would be right? right? Oh, a- ab- absolutely! Right. Like the the it's it's so weird now that like um, the 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 number of almost subgenres mm-hmm. of hip hop music, like Aesop Rock, is similar enough to run the jewels to be considered just like mm. hip hop. But if yeah. you get down to it, that style of hip hop music is not what. Um, onyx is really well maybe not onyx is a good example but not really what kendrick lamar is making are you J talking about um,
0: aesop or are you talking it, about run uh, the jewels okay, both both of them they're styles like, together
1: right right because it's 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 rooted in this kind of you know it, the era in which they started making music but if you sure. compare that to some of the the newer cats like smoke perp or something yeah it's they're completely different genres yeah. uh if, yeah, if yeah. you if you get like serious about it I mean, of Mm -hmm, course, like tangentially there's, okay, four, four beats, you know, uh, rapping like 16 bar chords, 16 bar, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Type of shit. Mm -hmm, But it's mm -hmm. like uh, to market yourself as a musician, you kind of have to find where you need to focus your energies on promotion. And so it's like asking what type of hip hop music you make. The question is almost like, what type of playlists are you trying to get on? You know what I mean? True.
2: Yeah. Spotify has really changed like all you know kind it's just interesting just in the history of music in general how like the the medium through which you listen to it can kind of um actually affect what the music sounds like eventually because sure. you know like a lot of people for example just aren't making albums anymore like they just make singles i got beef like with that. that i got a yeah. little beef with that i don't really i, I it's fine you I, know? I prefer albums like Me i, I like to listen to a body of work but exactly. i guess like Depends what you're trying to achieve as Like a, imagine as a listening
0: musician. to Mad song. Villainy, just one song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well like, is it
2: it's not
1: it's it's weird because I almost want to say like is it art or is it product that you're making? And it's like I feel like Both. if it's <laughs> if it's art if it's art then like it's almost like an album is for an adult. Yeah. Like but back in the day, yeah. like music critics and people, you know, that considered like certain aspects of music production like high art, they mm. would say like pop music is for children to listen to. This Mm. is a singular song. It's a single song, right? Yeah, yeah. And and it doesn't have like an overarching theme or uh, the composition is not cohesive. But, but, you know, the music industry changed to the point where it's like, all right, so how can we get people to listen to this artist, make a song that's more pop sensible? Mm. And then it became, how can we make everything pop sensible so they listen to everything? And then it became kind of like where we're at now Mm. where it's just like, why don't we just put out songs instead of albums so we yeah. can just get all these yeah th- it's weird right and there's but so I much
2: pressure for for music videos right so like back in the day there were like classic albums that just had no no music videos mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no no single even really um that's back 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 in the day yeah <laughs> these, these days <laughs> i grew like, up on the mtv so you know yeah yeah, yeah everything had a video
0: true, you know, true almost
1: the music industry has changed so much true and uh, like um it, it's really, it, like uh, the homie uh, Chocolate Cake. You guys know Cake, right? You guys familiar with him? He, anyway, he's he's an MC, a really dope cat out here. He used to be a b-boy and shit. And mm. he was asking me, he's like, yo, what, what decade would you take? The 10s or the 90s if you could only listen to one of those? Mm. And I found myself in a really precarious position because... You know, the 90s has all these classic albums. There's innovation. There's things that just ripple through time now. And yeah. the the diversity was so dope. Yeah. But now, like, the sheer quantity of things, it's like, it's almost like um, when, and I, I hate when I always get into this. I sound like a fucking broken record. But th- the way that music has been delivered to people has completely changed the approach to the art form, right? Yeah. After the Telecommunications Act, when they bought up all the fucking radio stations, it changed the approach to music. And yeah. finally, we're, we're, we're finding a, a new footing now because there's so many ways for artists to just put their music out. But the 2000s is so trash because of the music industry finally getting a foothold in. And mm-hmm. I, I just uh, like I, I don't know exactly what to think about this way that people are making art because it's 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 not a top-down force that is creating this right there's a right. hegemony between the music industry and the creatives at the bottom and we found this weird equilibrium over the last 10 years yeah. I actually where like it's like that. a little bit it, different
0: now when uh internet came out you know and yeah. a lot of some of my favorite artists are known because the internet you know what i mean right. and they got internet famous and so Most like a lot of, of rhyme yeah. sayers those guys blew yeah. up because of the internet the whole
1: independent underground hip-hop exactly. music scene so. is was able to flourish for a little bit right because of that they built mm-hmm. a fan base because of that but whereas we thought that you know i remember the time we're like fuck all the mainstream shit let's yep. take our ball go underground we can make music off the fucking internet yep. but you know people just kept stealing Yep. so it became True, a different yeah. thing man I got ir- I was yeah like you know Pixar, I'm still Audio and all that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, I support artists with my money if uh going can, to shows
2: merch um yeah. and you know streaming like um
0: that's right. Stream it up. Let me get that point zero 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 four <laughs> cents. I think you need to add
1: a couple more zeros to that. Uh, <laughs> zero 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 I looked zero zero four. <laughs> <Yeah. I heard, laughs> uh, that is correct. A-
2: Apple Music gives the biggest um, share. That's because they don't get the most plays, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: hear. I thought it was. Uh, it was Bandcamp.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah, well, that makes more the, sense. Though. I really like what Bandcamp have been doing during yeah. the COVID nineteen era. Yeah, yeah, with, um, yeah, Those days where they give a hundred percent of the. Uh, of what you buy right. to the artist right. yeah mm. that's
1: good I mean that that's usually where I try to purchase my music from I mm, I actually true. was not a Spotify user and I was against it for quite a long time yeah I finally caved out of convenience right because I'd rather take my nine dollars a month and buy an album off of uh buy an album off of Bandcamp mm. and and you know uh really seven seven dollars of that yeah. goes to the artist whereas if I stream the new Makami or Sage Francis, or whoever the fuck it is, yeah. a thousand times, they're not going to get a dollar out of me for, for tree, SoundCloud. Tree. So I would just steal and then support an artist a month yeah. with my little $9. And it sounds like a weird, ethical, kind of like, oh, man, type of thing, but... The artists appreciate you know, it. It, 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 it <laughs> was just my approach it. to it. But most people don't even get close to thinking that, and most artists don't think about it as much to really care, as long as their music's getting out. So
0: Yeah, it's like a... Some some people use it towards their advantage. I think Run the Jewels was giving out gave out their first two albums, you know, for free. Yeah, really. yeah. I think uh, De La Soul was like, "Here's our whole body of work right. for free."
1: Oh, and they're famously th- fucked over by the music industry. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah right. that's, no, that's true. Tommy Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still to this day, they're famously fucked over by them. Like, I won't stream their music.
0: It's like TLC is yeah. like, I feel bad for you guys. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but <laughs> no, it's, it, it,
1: it's strange. Uh, how many artists who i felt had like integrity and authenticity in that era that we were growing up those early Mm. 2000s late 90s that have managed to maintain that like run the jewels has by the time this album comes this this uh recording comes out the new run the jewels will have dropped isn't Mm -hmm. it fucking crazy to see el producto doing the musical score for a fucking huge movie directed by like Josh Trank Capo- Capone, right? Is the new shit it, that's coming out. It's not out? that like, weird to me because his
0: albums were like so epic. You know what I'm saying? Right. And his production I was like this is made for movies, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like he was almost like he was like, you know, auditioning right. for that type of role because he he he's just so in the pocket for that kind of thing.
1: I mean, I love to see it because I've always felt like he was one of like the musical genius types. Is, you know, that, that word gets thrown around a lot in music. And, like, I would hear people going, oh, Kid Cudi, oh, fucking Kanye West. All these people well, are musical genius, Lupe Fiasco. And I'm like, yo, have you guys known that LP has been putting out fucking shit since the early 90s and is largely responsible for the growth of independent rap music and championing yeah. being against the record labels back then while yeah. maintaining uh fucking quality for the last three decades like he's almost 30 years in as Mm -hmm. an artist and he doesn't have a bad project you know what i mean he deserves
0: he's like one of the people i'm like you deserve to be exactly where you are right Right. now and and it's amazing that how you know him and and killer mike too you know one dopest you know southern rappers too came out and and an activist you know that i highly respect um
1: i still feel like l's not getting enough flowers yet I, I, I like well. Whenever I see an I interview, see, <laughs> I, it's usually Killer Mike that's dominating the conversation. Who is this guy? E
0: I P. Yeah, EIP? Like, <laughs> I hear yeah. that all Elp, the time.
1: Elp, Elp here. Elp. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Like, yeah. But I, I feel still like he's still don't not getting right. flowers because you, you know what's to be said is so much more about his contributions to mm-hmm. independent music and independent right. artistry, and maybe he's burned enough bridges that nobody cares to talk about it and mm. and doesn't get into it. But you know. Like I feel, st- I feel like he's still not getting all the flowers. He yeah, yeah. is a white artist, though, uh, that makes hip hop music that doesn't sound like conventional hip hop music. It mm. is a white version. He of He prides himself music. on that. That's his well, whole it thing, should right? be that way. Yeah, exactly. It's like Eminem's perfected making rap music f- that is white as him. <laughs> you know, his beats don't have soul to them. They don't yeah. have like that traditional, oh like that that kind of. You know that there's no uh, no I hate Eminem's production. I I, I'm not even a huge fan of Eminem whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I
1: like sample something, dog. Like I don't want to like (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. But but LP is also that way too. But LP also like encapsulates like a Brooklyn to mm-hmm. me like a mm-hmm. sound and it's in like New York. his yeah. shit is like bomb squad like yep, yep. The, yeah, like yeah. the trajectory of, of yeah. what bomb squad right right he so said
0: that before i think i seen in an interview with Tal Quali or something yeah. they're talking about that and it was uh, yeah. On right on the nose. He, he said he said he wanted to be the the like the new bomb squad or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm probably uh, butchering that. And
2: he was really influenced by stuff like Blade Runner and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, right? Sci-fi Philip glass Sci-fi. and the weird yeah, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and and Philip K. Dick and Yeah, yeah. It, what, what's crazy to me is it um he's managed to like you play any LP beat, and it's like, that's him. There's mm. no carbon copy of his sound. Yeah. You know, where it's like, there, there's there's a million uh, Pete Rocks. There's a million DJ premieres. We know mm. that formula. Yeah. But something about LP's formula, I've not heard anybody else get close mm. to so really what it is, He puts so much work into it.
0: And he puts so much of, you know, his flavor into it. it he really, I mean, he was, uh,
1: you know, i produce and
0: I rap, too, and, yeah. like, also on his uh, his bars you know and and his style of rap i don't know anybody that sounds like him yeah
1: i like it i prefer his old uh pre fantastic damage rap style to, uh, for to real? his new he's so yeah. clean and dope now but i like that long fucking mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. I understand. breathless bar on on a song like legends that i mentioned earlier like cutting my, over himself like yeah, 50 times in one
0: verse like, right mm-hmm. He did do up. a lot
1: of punchings and yeah. shit, right? But but like he but would just have stuff. a sentence, yeah. like a huge sentence that didn't really rhyme. Mm. And I used to really like that. But I think the closest anybody gets to emulating his production style is maybe Aesop Rock on Bazooka Tooth. Mm. When mm. I heard that, I was like, oh, he's really trying to make... El How do you feel about style.
0: Bazooka Tooth? Because I heard Aesop Rocks that's like his least, least, favorite, least. favorite album. My oh, second really? favorite Aesop Rock album.
1: Your second favorite? Yeah. I, I, I like it, it
0: too, man. And a lot of my friends who didn't even uh, fuck with underground hip-hop they're like this is dope and they actually were open to uh, it I, li- right? I
1: like that album a lot of it has to do like that album was the album that he was performing when i first saw him perform yeah and um i just like how fucking it, it, it's it, it sounds new York. it sounds more new yorky than new
2: yorky well yeah it was late that late like 2003
1: <laughs> three three, three okay. maybe I, I maybe maybe late 2003 um, I saw, saw him, him on tour, the Bazooka Tour well. tour. That's yeah. when I got yeah. the same live, and it was dope.
2: Oh, when I saw him, it was um, in London, and he was it was just him and C-Rays Walsh going back to back. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, C-Rays Walsh, yeah. I think he's in
1: some legal trouble <laughs> yeah, right now. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what, what was it? Was I, I, it a nasty, like a nasty boy club type of thing? Like, doing know. some nasty he's shit so to a woman? Hood. Yeah. He's so
0: hood, man, to the core, man. C-Rays always.
1: The last time I saw him, he was rocking a blonde wig freestyle on the corner in Austin during South by Southwest <laughs> in like yeah, two thousand and ten and I was yeah. just like yeah, I was just chilling he's like so I was dope. like, Holy shit, yeah, Sea rays he's like, What up
0: I remember he was on that uh what was that that M T V show, uh, where he's teaching this kid to rap and he gave him oh, the yeah. worst rap um, name, b- blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> the Blizzard. The <laughs> Blizzard I don't know that. He's like uh, <laughs>
2: he's like you're the blizzard <laughs> And I, I was like, that. Wow, what a worst name oh, to give this man. kid I think he did it on purpose. For and sure. it was like the kid was the son of like um
0: the guy who did uh, wrote uh Can you take me to Funky yeah town. yeah oh, <laughs> no shit. something like that all right yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah that oh, was, was that was that the one funky yeah town? that's right yeah, yeah he's a funky town. he's like C- yeah bro, funky town
2: C- Sea <laughs> rays is a. Uh, what was that show scared. called like i
0: don't know teach scared white kids how to rap well, there was a <laughs> show called <laughs> the,
2: the white
1: rapper show or some shit right uh, produced that was, by like oh, that mc yeah.
0: search that was that was uh, Entertaining.
1: Yeah, I I I never never watched. I saw the girl
0: throw throw dildo at the guy's face, and that was funny. Oh, Oh, I mean, that
1: sounds like the type of violence that I (laughs) prefer to see. That was that's good TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I um. What was the guy's name? No, he was he was like I'm from the burbs, and I'm like I'm the king of the city. What the fuck? He said something like that, and he kept he he met uh Noriega, and Noriega's like, what the fuck you talking about, man? uh, He's like, yo, I'm the king of the burbs. And like <laughs> what <laughs> or something like that, Dog. And, uh, it's yeah, crazy. it was funny. It was
1: funny. Yeah, good times. That, good that type times. of shit is really strange. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I have such a nostalgia for that era of rap music mm. that was coming out. Like, and, and I can almost draw lines of kind of inspiration from so many people in that era that that other people got famous because of. In in you know, and you could probably do that with the '90s guys' influence. You know um not influence Aesop Rock. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. It's clear he said it before, but like Aesop's influence under uh, on a lot of these like suburban white kids yep. and, and and underground hip hop, it, it was a crazy thing because unlike the Wu Tang Clan, right, which was so inherently just black and yeah. pro black,
2: mm.
1: when it came to the popularity of underground rap shit for college kids. The Sage Francis Slug yeah. idea movement just kind of divorced blackness from hip hop in a way for a lot of college kids. Mm. They never really had to think about it. And when I, I go, I don't think the artists
0: themselves were trying to do they that. Were, uh, but, absolutely not. But,
1: mm. but, but that's they, what it. it they it, took it yeah
0: i think it has to do with identity and um you know you, you see you see someone that looks like you up there and they're yeah. like wow they're not just shitty you and know what i mean they're not just like i'm the next m m you know i right. mean and it's like they actually but it was i mean they're all dope artists you know you look at sage francis and slug oh, yeah. slug is you know he's half white half black or something like that right yeah he's part but black he's but you know come uh, cosmetically white you know yeah and uh you know you look at these artists and and they're, like, writing poetry, you know what I mean? It's, like, poetic music, which yeah. I wanted to hear more. Right. Of. That's well, really what too. drew me towards that, you know what I mean? Right. Was the, the, uh, these guys are writing poetically, and they're writing, you know, really deep, Creatively, yeah. Creatively. Uh, it's a, it's and self-expression. And they're doing some crazy, you know, uh, uh, music, like, what is it?
1: Um, I mean, Anticon was so fucking Anticon. experimental in those days. And I loved Anticon.
0: What's the group? What would they call uh Green thing. Seven clouded. heads. Seven heads. Do you remember? Okay, seven-headed... 7,
1: seven, head? seven headed, uh That's, this is it's different. Like, I'm thinking like some of Like Josh Martinez and shit like that? No. Oh, Josh, Mar- Josh Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just Ash, you too. know Ashrew Blue Black? You yeah, these yeah. Guys? Unspoken and, uh, Herd. Uh, 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 Elder
0: Sensei. Right. All these cats were really dope too. Um, b- well, but uh, I'm thinking of, uh, what was the other one? Seven's Travels. not, well, not oh, Seven's, Seven's Travels. Travels? No, what is it? What was the group, the underground tapes that they would do? The um, Rhyme Sayers. What, like the Orphanage? Yeah, n- before the orphanage. No, this is not... Dino uh, Spectrum. Not Dino Spectrum. No, this was like... Um, They're mixed not sure. tapes. They're mixed tapes. So it's like a God's Tile and was all in that. Oh. Um, what do they call it? And they had all these had all these Cloud and Bad Dub? No, those tapes? No, I think it's a little different. Seven I can't hundred. think. It's not Seven. I don't, can't okay. remember now. Never mind. I probably okay. threw you off of the Seven. Okay. All right. I'm not going to brain fart on the mic, but it'll go. No worries. <laughs> no worries.
1: No, there's just a lot of like shit... From that era that you cannot find on fucking Spotify, yeah. you might find it on YouTube, yeah. but not on Spotify. Find it on LimeWire, um, right? <laughs> I still use Soulseek, and that's how I still oh, my shit. That's still going? Hell yeah! I like I got on this computer right here, right now. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I download, <laughs> I just downloaded like cause new album off of it just the other day. Oh, I still hmm. do that quite a bit. Um, hmm. I like to support the artist but man, I mean.
0: Sometimes you just want to get it and then buy it Correct. later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that too.
1: But but back to what we were just kind of talking about when it came to uh, that whole generation inspiring a bunch of white kids. I see it because it's mm. like, what is what is the alternative at the time to listen to the clips or to the mm-hmm. diplomats? You know what I mean? Like a lot of those things didn't speak to me, right. and I'm I'm a half black kid. You know right. what I mean? It's like none of that shit spoke to me. Right. Uh, more of the underground, like little brother. Uh, spoke to me more yeah. than Nelly ever would. You just wanted something so, different, man. Right. And I
0: think a lot of it was just so like about the same three subjects, you know. What I mean, and it and that right. was it. And it was, you know, even if they were talking about more of that on their album, you're not hearing that. You're not catching that, you know. And so these guys were like, it was really, it was really out the box, you know. What I mean, thinking outside of the box, and it was just different. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, and being different, and kind of full circle around to where we are now, this oversaturation of you know artists just like so many artists you know i mean uh being different is important but being different doesn't mean it's good (laughs) oh hell yeah different doesn't always equal good so i think there's it's like you know you gotta have some groove to your shit you know i mean have some soul to it but then you know you have to have some shock value you know i mean just to stand out amongst the crowd and it's like it feels a little corny you know trying to you know a little yeah. fake almost sometimes I gotta create a online well, controversy you gotta, have your, controversy yeah. to, you gotta to, have your propaganda brochure it it's so strange how that Instagram, works yeah. even for the good artists like I think like uh, one artist I think is dope is Prof Prof is pretty dope sure um, He's You're talking got, about he, Prof of rhyme Sayers? yeah Prof Rhymesayers he's got he's got his own style he's built his own thing but he got famous I think from having like a beef with John Stamos oh, <laughs> on Twitter or something like he, oh. he got he got it just kept getting more people and stuff and then it got you know
1: He's like big with the uh, the Juggalo scene and shit. Is he? Right? Oh, really? I think. so. I thought so. that was. I think rock with
0: the rugged. Man. Yeah,
1: he, him too. But I think he's big with like the Tech Nine kind of. Uh, he did a group track with Tech Nine. Cats. He did a track with them. was that strange strange
0: music? You know, yeah. but so is Merce. Yeah. You know, Merce is on that strange music.
1: Merce is another crazy case because he's worked with everybody. Yeah, he's been. So <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> he's worked with everybody. So everybody. Kendrick right.
0: Lamar too, when before he got famous. Hell yeah. yeah! Like he was on his album.
1: Marcus has been everywhere. He was on Def Jokes, Rhyme Sayers. Mm-hmm. Yep. fucking uh, was he on Rhyme Strange music? Oh yeah, with the felt, slug with felt, felt, yeah, felt. yeah. And uh, uh, he was on Galapagos Four. I don't know. You know is. what I mean? Mm. Galapagos Four is Quell Off White. He
2: actually typical cats. I'm not sure what project, but he he lived in England for a while um, working on a project like in the early 2000s, yep. like near near what London in a place called Essex. So yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a crazy figure, man. Like he's uh, like he's the been Snoop Dogg of the
2: underground. Yeah, <laughs> he's worked with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, baby! He runs like Page festivals.
1: Yeah, right? he d- oh he used to. I don't oh, know if okay, he still he does it anymore, anymore right? but he was largely responsible for that. Yeah. yeah, he did that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was he rock the bells? I thought he did rock. His whole thing was oh no, he did Page or rock
1: doos. One the he other. might have been in proximity to Rock the Bells, but I mean, I they're, remember seeing they're
2: kind of associated, aren't they? They're? I think Paid Jews is kind of like an offshoot of yeah. Rock the Bells, too. True, true. I remember
1: Baldhead Murs like before he's all dreaded <laughs> up like yeah. Jesus style. Now, like I used to just see him around. I remember my 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 good uh, my best friend saw uh, he saw. He saw Merce at uh, like an element show in San Jose in like mm. 2000. And there was this hometown hero called uh, Mega Abusive mm. out there. And uh, it was like, yo, Merce, freestyle battle mega Abusive. And <laughs> Merce is like, hell no, I'm not battling mega Abusive, man. There's... Uh, And and I love that about the hip hop community that there's like all these tremendously talented, super underground, underground cats. Yeah, that's always like 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 a guy like Murs will know.
2: Yeah, you know, like
1: like Astronautalis is like that. Like people just see him as like this freestyle genius, Mm -hmm. but he's also making this tremendously technical and insightful fucking rap music. Yeah, it's it's dope, man. Like I'm I'm glad we got to have this conversation because it's it's a it's something that really informs my opinion about hip hop. A lot of these artists we're talking about, yeah. and it's also very much a part of the culture that I was attached to. Yeah. But it's rare that I get to have these conversations because, as you both know, like this is some real niche underground type mm. of shit for yeah. the most part when it comes to the larger canon of hip hop
2: music. It, it was interesting actually, like from like a UK perspective, like because we didn't have access to a lot of these projects. So a lot of how mm. we got got access to them was. Like, you know downloading them illegally and people like Aesop rock like his Sorry. his <laughs> music would be um <laughs> his music would be stocked in um you know select rec- specialist record stores but um I think there's definitely an argument that like you know because these guys a lot of these guys ended up like doing European tours and stuff and um that's where they get big too yeah of, I mean they like, can't tour they tour more in Europe a lot of times yeah true one. but per- perhaps in that early 2000s era they um, they wouldn't have been able to get those shows without true people downloading their music true internet um in in these like you know territories where like for example when labor days came out Mm. i couldn't find it in any record store i had to Mm. order it off amazon and because it was like the uk amazon they only had like a certain amount of copies and stuff like that right Sandbox, yeah. Automatic. I used uh, to go to this
0: record store, infinity, man. Dot com. I, I miss going to the record store. I really yeah. do. I liked it. I liked it. I'd talk to the guy with the nose ring, you know, and come through and be like, yo, this is <laughs> what... And they... They're like, you like this uh,
1: Mr. Lift album?
0: Uh, check out check this Black Alicious album. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. then, like, they, would sh- they were, like, you know, helping, you know, like, oh, this is really dope right now.
1: Th- that's why I always wanted to work in a record store or mm-hmm. in a movie rental shop because I was be like, perfect. I am an informed, high art <laughs> individual. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I know what's dope. There Let me kind yeah. of inform you. Um, I love the record store for
2: that. Yeah, name. man. I miss it. I there miss it. I liked it. There was a record store um, in the suburbs of London in a place called Kingston. Kingston upon Thames, and um, it's called Beggars Banquet. And the guy that works there would like literally, like on the CD, he'd write like a paragraph, like "If you like this, check out this, this." Yeah, and um, he was. You get that now, I guess. Yeah, Spotify, man. like you
0: like this, and that. but
2: it's true. It's it's but like it's a lot of as times personal. it's like, if you like, like this, algorithm
1: or this person paid sorry, us sorry. to say that you should listen to uh,
2: them that's too. That's so true. So true. Yeah. It's so fake. yeah. But um, that guy was called um Buddy Peace, and he ended up signing to um Strange Famous Records with. Uh, sage francis so that's I, like, you know, I like you know i like strange famous i like
0: uh i like uh tech nine's attitude because he's like about it you know what i mean he's just like whatever you want to do your project and i i think i seen a cess crew come through in tampa one time i got to see them live and they were a humble cats man actually but they're just like lyric lyrical geniuses man they're just yeah. on the mic. There's. They had them and Pom- Palmer Squares, I think, came through mm-hmm. on tour with them, and they were like, "I was like, wow, these kids are dope too, man. They look like some kid I see in college or something. You know what I mean? This kid walking around, you wouldn't even know they rap, and they just blow your just,
1: mind. Just like in in any uh, musical genre or or uh, with any instrument, there are people who work at the craft for you know their whole lives and get really good at playing, and there's like mm. the prodigies who can just come and make some really dope shit. And like when you listen to Black Thought. Yeah. That's a, a craftsman who's been shaping and building his Definitely. technical ability for 30 years. And when you listen to a Kendrick, like early Kendrick, that's just mm. like a, a musical prodigy type. Yeah. That they just kind of, you know, it's it's dope to have that. And and so many of the cats that I loved when I was in, in the early 2000s, I felt like a lot of those dudes were, you know, um, the latter. They were the, mm. the fucking brilliant geniuses. Like like Dose One, mm. I used to like his technical ability was insane mm. um breath control was insane creativity was insane but another unchampioned you know hip-hop hero because it was so out there. there
0: his style yeah. was so out there right and uh even like <laughs> you know what i mean like all right aesop rock on the album he's the weird one right like yeah. normally and then Dose One uh, <laughs> next to Aesop Rock. He's yeah, like, whoa, oh, this dude is yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's the weird one. Okay. It's like, this is much he makes different than that Vast sound Air very <laughs> feature. Right. <laughs>
1: that Vast Air feature sounds real different than this uh, Dose One feature. Exactly. But we'll <laughs> I, I Vast know, Air,
0: m- by the way, I just want to say uh, I got to see him out there. And uh, I think this was when Run the Jewels was just coming up. And I, I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to beef and whatever. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. But I didn't know uh, I, he came out just to shoot the shit with us and he's like yo what's up fam and he's just like i was like man yeah. his voice is so amazing right and he's just like you're just like everybody just stands full attention looks at him yeah i was like yeah we were just talking about music and he's like oh that run the jewels album is dope and he's like like looked at me like yeah. i like you know because i guess him and lp were having beef at that time so yeah. <laughs> i was like he's like are you trying to like fuck with me yeah <laughs> i was like right now i didn't get me this crazy is. look dog what is
1: the deal with that though like et- like l and aesop don't talk anymore is that really? true i don't yeah. know apparently know they that. don't communicate even on twitter or anything i don't know there, i think there was a falling out that happened it, it, it's different than the vast air shit because i think there was a falling out that happened after uh kamu uh kamuteo died yeah right um cage aesop mm. uh, and l just stopped being friends yeah after that so i don't know who knows but uh, shit, we've we've been uh, we've been rocking for about an an hour or so, uh, right. and let's go ahead and take a break, okay. and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of your music. We'll play some of your music. We'll play some music that we like to to, I don't know that we want to share. So sure. we bring up some other MCs that we like and play some of their music, and get more into uh, the process and how, how no you doubt.
2: do your do your thing.
1: Uh, let's do some social media stuffs.
2: All right. Um. At, at Monsieur freets on um on pretty much everything and just Monsieur freets on facebook that's m-n-s-r freets f-r-i-t-e-s
1: no doubt
0: foundation hip-hop on instagram just follow me on the gram i don't really right. i hate my facebook page no doubt, no <laughs> I, doubt. I can't stand it man this stuff so foundation <laughs> hip-hop uh yeah that's me at foundation hip-hop on instagram bet
1: Funny. i hope the uh the window being open didn't create too much noise in the background i can't really hear it can you guys i'll call it pretty good right yeah, okay. all right bet Late show episode 111